0: Hey, stuffers. It's your old pal Jeff here. I just wanted to take some time out before the show to say thank you. Thank you for listening and supporting us on this great adventure that myself and my buddy Josh come to each and every week to entertain you guys. If this is your first time listening, welcome and enjoy our podcast. Um, After the show, if you're like, man... I want to know more and learn more and want to experience more of this podcast well you can just head over to our SoundCloud page Um, go to soundcloud.com type in so do you like stuff and that will direct you to our site on SoundCloud you can like us and you can subscribe to us and every single week they'll have a fresh new podcast for you and also you can check out the older ones as well and then some of you might be thinking Well I have an iPod Or an iPad And I don't want to download the SoundCloud app That is too Suburban I want to be able to access My soul do you like stuff On my iPod Or iPad Or iPhone Because Apple is way to go well, we got the answer for you. We're actually on the iTunes podcast site, so if you want to go and click that nice little podcast button right there, you can type in "So do you like stuff?" and you can subscribe to us and you have the same benefits as you would as if you were listening on SoundCloud um, if you want even more of us that you're just like, "I." have tasted and want more of this so do you like stuff because it intrigues me and it cleans the palate and it entices the palate and you're like yes well we got your answer right here you can actually go on your facebook app and type in so do you like stuff and you can like us We post everything that we do on our show on there. All the videos that we laugh at during the Say What part of the show. The trailers of the movies and shows that we talk about during our Netflix portion. You can find all that stuff there. Plus, a lot of extra stuff. A lot of the the behind-the-scenes stuff. And just things that myself and Josh just find hilarious. That we find on Facebook. That we share to our people that like us on facebook but some of you don't have facebook what do you do then well if you have twitter we're actually on twitter as well our handle is at s d y l s 15 and you can watch the same exact stuff that we put on our facebook and also we put extra stuff on there too we kind of do it both at the facebook and twitter but if you want both you get a little something on twitter and you get a little bit more stuff on facebook it's way that we balance it deal with it people um also you can connect to us during in those two mediums as well if you want to send us messages tell us how awesome we are how much we suck or if you want to suggest different things for our show we're open um we love audience feedback And it's part of your show, too. So you guys listen to us, tell us what you like to listen to. We're open. And if you desperately, desperately, desperately want to get a hold of us, you can actually send us an email. We're at SDYLS2015 at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. Enjoy this episode of So Do You Like Stuff. Hi and welcome to another podcast of So Do You Like Stuff I'm Jeff Miller And
1: I'm Josh Martinez
0: The only show puts the na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na in Batman Oh, sixty-six 66 Batman How do we love these? Let me count the ways
1: Except when he surfed did the surf competition against the Joker
0: Hey, Batman's got skills
1: That or when he ran for Mare against the Penguin. That one was...
0: Yeah, there was that one. And then even like the first episode was kind of just ridiculous because the first episode was against the Riddler and the Riddler um, pretty much served him a subpoena to stop Batman. (laughs) Yeah. Here's this, Batman. What is this? A court order? No. <laughs> How about
1: instead of a court order, you just arrest him? Because technically, he is a vigilante.
0: Yeah, but not in the show. The show, he was working with the police. I mean, That's he was true. he was chilling in the freaking commissioner's office all the time.
1: <laughs> that is true, and he had the special bad phone.
0: Yeah, exactly. Man, I still want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. So chilling in the room. <laughs> it's like, what is that? It's an ancient, archaic thing where it is a phone without a screen and without. And basically, there's these numbers on there that you press, and that dials a number, and that's the number that reaches another person. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. But anyway, yeah, how's your week, man? Yeah, we're finally back. You know. Mm. Right now we're like in a bit of a hiatus because both of us are busy and with me especially is with work because they like to switch my schedule around every week. So we're able to record. Yay! Because I'm on first shift now. Yay! But
1: Does that mean mean you have to wake up at four in the morning?
0: Um... Not tomorrow, because I still have one more day off, but yeah, after that, I have to get up at five to be at work at seven, so that's always fun, but um, but during that time, I'm able to, because yeah, during that time, I have a lot of free time during the day um, when I'm on second and third shift, and during second and third shift, there's really not much to do, because we don't get a lot of calls in. So I end up playing a lot of games, um, mainly a lot of Street Fighter and Hot Shots Golf for the PlayStation 2, or I watch a bunch of movies, and Mm -hmm. I've been watching tons of movies and TV shows, so it's been crazy, 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 Um, but yeah, it's just ready for something new, and hopefully that comes soon. Than that we are able to record, you know, on a weekly basis again. Because myself and Josh, we do miss doing this, but you know, with my crazy schedule, it's hard to get together and record because during my four days off, I'm usually trying to recoup and actually spend
1: time to- and spend time with your kid.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that, but um, your kids, yeah, it's- and. Uh, but that, but, um, the hardest one, is, the hardest one is from third shift to second shift, because I don't know, because my body's so used to eating at night that I'll, you know, try to go to bed at, you know, a normal hour, but then I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, super hungry, and I go eat, and I'm pretty much up for the day, and then around, you know, eight, nine or about nine o'clock I'm like, oh I'm ready for bed, but I can't sleep all day because I gotta adjust my body to schedule and it's just no bueno. It's no bueno. Yeah. But (laughs) but the nice the nice thing about, you know, being off tomorrow means I can finally have my beer (laughs) (laughs) Which today's beer non official beer sponsor of the day which is from Carson's Brewery in Evansville, Indiana. It's a pale ale and it's called Pagan. And it has a cool little pagan god on the front. And the way that my philosophy is of drinking new beer is if it makes me laugh or it looks cool, I'll drink it. <laughs> so,
1: sounds dirty. Pagan. Pagan Drink some pagan beer. At least something good came out of Indiana.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But uh how was your week, Josh?
1: It was actually okay. Um I just kinda chilled, did school work and uh um what did I do this week? I just spent a lot of time just uh the term, I I call it woodshedding. It's a term that you know, a lot of jazz musicians use, where they basically lock themselves in a room and don't see anybody. Mm-hmm. And I did that with my Greek stuff, okay, for school. So I pretty much locked myself in, not literally, but I spent a lot of time just sitting in the study room where we're record where I'm recording this at, and mm-hmm. just studied and studied. Um, like yesterday, I. I studied from like 11, um, 11 till about maybe five, and then I took a break, went and had dinner with, with my wife, and then I got back and then started again at like uh-huh. 10, 10 o'clock, and didn't finish till about two. Yeah, that 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 was that was yesterday for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The one thing I have discovered during our hiatus is, uh, you can't see it, but uh, Mountain Dew came out with this thing called Dew Shine. Yes, I've had it? it. It's actually, I'm drinking it right now, it's actually way better than the actual Mountain Dew.
0: Which Dew Shine, um, instead of uh, artificial uh, sweeteners being put in there, they use real sugar.
1: yeah. Yeah, it's actually really really good
0: it they call it dew shine because apparently up in the appalachian you know mountains over there they, they made this stuff because the reason why I call it dew shine is because it's clear, and everybody knows moonshine is usually clear when it comes out. If you get blue moonshine, that's no good. that's no good. But if you get the clear stuff, that's where it's at. And I should know because I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> I was about to say, are you speaking from experience? Well, no, because um, in, uh, in Tennessee, at, over, at, um, over in the Rocky Mountains... Um, Oh what's it called? Um Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh they have distilleries there that are legal and you can go in there. And you can take a a shine tour which they'll set up a bunch of um little plastic cups for you and you can try you can sample each of their shine. Mm-hmm. So, cuz I have a I have a few right behind me. I have a couple Apple pies and, um, um, one of my favorite is, uh, the, it's where you take a maraschino cherries and you put uh moonshiner over them and what you do, you make it with Coke and it just tastes like a strong cherry Coke. It's really good. Mm. Um, definitely recommend it. Um, but yeah, you can buy, you can buy moonshine now, um, the legit stuff at any, um, liquor store i mean i bought one at jewel uh which if people don't know what jewel is jewel is a local grocery store establishment in the chicagoland area
1: yeah so but anyway yeah it was it was a it was an okay week mm-hmm. so uh, okay. played a little bit of we can segue into the next topic of mm-hmm. our uh findings of the week
0: well, we gotta explain it first. Yeah. Um, if anybody's new to this show, uh, my the reason why it's called "So Do You Like Stuff" is actually um, comes from an episode of The Simpsons. It's the Valentine's Day episode where Ralph falls in love with Lisa Simpson, and um, when they're first kind of like he's kind of has a crush on her. She. He takes her home and just starts talking just randomness and everything. And there was a um, point in the conversation where it just died, you know, the awkward silence. And he just comes up and just says, so do you like stuff? Which I copied off of because that's what I would do when I was dating or trying to meet the ladies is whenever there was a lull in the conversation I would do the same thing sometimes okay. sometimes it would come out good sometimes it would come out bad but whatever it's okay <laughs> apparently it worked on your wife so, <laughs> so each and every week um we try to answer the question, so do you like stuff, with stuff that we like, and we like to share with you. Um, we'll present our findings to you, and um, go from there. righty, Josh, what is your finding of the week?
1: So, as I said, I had some time to, to study, and wasn't really working as much, but I started playing uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. Um it's been a game that I've put on kind of the I'm gonna play it at some point some point in time I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and actually start chugging away at it
0: which I've played and beaten yeah
1: and uh and so I started this week I downloaded it I bought it off of steam mm-hmm. um, and started playing it mm-hmm. and holy freaking crap <laughs> it is it is so funny
0: it is it, it
1: just just even it's one of remember I think on a few episodes ago you talked about people watching YouTube videos of people playing games and yeah. laughing at it. Mm-hmm. This would be the only game that I could argue that if you were just somebody who was a fan of South Park, you could sit and watch somebody play this game mm-hmm. and feel like you were watching an episode of South Park.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I, the way that they designed it is like a extended version of a South Park episode.
1: Yeah, it plays. And the whole premise is is that you you are the new kid in town, so you're not taking on you're not playing as Kyle Stan mm-hmm. Hartman, or Kenny uh you actually are a new kid, mm-hmm. and throughout the entire game they there's different factions of groups of kids mm-hmm. and they they're all playing against each other, some are not um mm-hmm. and you're basically the new kid and you have to rally everybody to to stop. Th- this huge threat that starts coming mm-hmm. to South park. And it's f- where I'm at at the point in the game so far, I'm fighting Nazi, uh, Nazi zombies. Yeah. Um,
0: it, it does a very good job at making fun of like the more relevant games during that time. Cause it's been out for, uh, quite a few years now, but during that time, Call of Duty's, uh, zombies, um, multiplayer was so big that they kind of pretty much made fun of that because it's always Nazi zombies in those, uh, call of duty games. Right.
1: So there's that. Um, but yeah, it plays like an extended episode. There's a lot of things. Um, at one point you have to, uh, you befriend Al Gore. Mm -hmm. He comes back and then immediately when you put up the, the man bear pig, Mm-hmm. uh his little trackers yeah he starts just sending you like random messages over and over and it's just about as as annoying as the episodes that did have al gore in it
0: yeah exactly
1: and uh and then you have and then the way that and the nice thing is is it it looks like an episode of south park all the characters mm-hmm. they got they got all the voices yep um it's one it's the first South Park game because a long time ago they came out with a bunch of them that sucked.
0: Yeah, they, I, they yeah. were terrible. They had the um, South Park game and then they had South Park Road Rally and then they had a quiz game too, which they they're just all horrible.
1: Yeah, there are. I saw I I think I might have played the Road Rally one once and I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, I I played that. It's it was so bad. Like it you know, the popularity of Mario Kart They tried. Let's do South Park, but the problem is is that whoever designed the game, the way that it was laid out, you didn't know where to go. Like Mm -hmm. you would just be driving straight, and like you get turned around, but you're driving straight, and you're like, "Am I going the right way? Am I going the wrong way?" And they're like, "We're not going to tell you," kind of a thing. It's like crap. Yeah,
1: and and I think those games weren't even the creators didn't have their hands on those. No. This on the other hand, it does have their hands on it. They Oh yeah. They they wrote it. They you can tell they pretty much had their hands on it and were overseeing how the game looked, felt and played as mm-hmm. um and you can t- and they they go for a lot of things that on the show they could never Oh yeah. They you can tell this the lady who does their censorship just turned a blind eye and just walked away and just said all right you guys are doing your game to go do whatever you want pretty much cuz there, there's some things in there I won't I not divulge
0: cuz they're too some, explicit cuz
1: they're too explicit but there's some things in there that they you again you laugh at them because you know it it's totally South Park yeah but then you laugh at it because you go oh my goodness this is this is just bad and just but at the same time, funny.
0: Yeah, exactly. They They because with games and uh, movies, especially, um, well, especially games, because all you have to do is they didn't really care if they wanted, if they get a mature or an AO, which is adults only, but usually with adults only, you have to push, like you have to have like a bunch of nudity in there and all that stuff, which, which they do, but I mean, not, a whole lot but um ba- so like Matt and Trey they were the creators of South Park they were able to just be completely open they're like okay we got this new medium let's go for let's go for the gusto kind of a thing because mm-hmm. it some of the things that you just go through and you're like oh my goodness you're you left speechless you are left speechless but at the same time you're laughing so hard and really true truly the game is a uh, is a, pretty much a celebration of south park um because they throw in a lot of just references to the older seasons newer seasons and everything like that you mm. pretty much as a fan service for uh south park and it, they do a very well a very good job even if you're not huge in the south park you'll you'll get some of the lingo and you'll get to understand things and it's still funny but if you're a fan there's even more hilarity to it because it's like the subtle little things and you're just like oh my goodness that's hilarious and the best thing is is that in i think next year year next year or the year after that the second one comes out the uh fractured butthole which they cuz the first game they focus more on um lord of the rings game of thrones ish yeah kind of it setting. plays a lot yeah
1: cuz the one faction is like elves uh carbon's faction is a bunch of wizards yeah
0: so Kyle's is a bunch of Jews, <laughs> but this, the nice thing is, is that the second one, they're, they're focusing more on their superhero, um, the superhero episodes where, you know, Cartman is, uh, the coon. And Kenny is um mysterion, yeah mysterion and everything like that, so it focuses more on, so it's kind of like the Avengers and all the superhero movies, so it looks really good
1: yeah i wanna do i wanna try and collect all the chimpokemons
0: <laughs> you gotta you gotta collect them all because they become a chimpokemon, oh, <laughs>
1: but yeah it it plays like an episode of south park yeah I, I i if i think if they have it on playstation network to to download you know how they're doing the whole uh, yeah it's like it's like playstation next you can download games and play mm-hmm. um backwards compatible games mm-hmm. L- like i want to download it and play it so that then my wife can watch can can just see it <laughs> and just appreciate it yeah, like, this is how ridiculous the game is, and it's the one. It's one of the maybe the one only game that I would make an exception that I would sit down and watch somebody else play it just because it's so, it's so good. It plays yeah. like a South Park episode. Yeah, like exactly. Said, a long a long South Park episode.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know I don't know if it's on PlayStation next, but I know that the backwards compat compatibility of the Xbox One. I believe that the Sick of truth is on that list. So you're able to, if you have the original Gix disc mm. of from Xbox 360, or if you want to go and get it again, you can actually play that on the Xbox One. Um, but more of a, more of a reason to
1: go to Xbox One again.
0: No, That's, <laughs> that, Don't get me started. All my that. friends down here
1: are on Xbox One. I only know I only know one or
0: two people that are on PlayStation you don't want to go down that road Mm -hmm. unless you want to play first person shooters the whole time.
1: Yeah. They, they play a lot.
0: Yeah. A lot of
1: FPS. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, my finding of the week is really not a finding. Um, I think I've in past episodes, um, I talked about how, you know, books to the movies and stuff like that. Um, where the differences and everything like that but um while work while working um I had a chance to read one of uh my favorite graphic novel series um which is Scott Pilgrim um just it's really good um it's a six part book series they're pretty easy reads but the the just the depth that you get out of these characters um you kind of just you kind of feel for them because they're even though there's a lot of hilarity and they're it's a very fast-paced uh graphic novel because it's like we're trying to get through a whole year of a relationship between Scott Pilgrim and um Oh crap, I just forgot her name. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, one the yeah. one main character? Yeah. Uh for some reason Envy Adams comes up to my head, but it's not Envy Adams because that's that's the girl that's part of uh, uh Clash at Demon Head, the one that um Ramona. There you go. That's right. Because
1: uh, the, the one girl that he like kinda um stro- like like strings along as uh, knives.
0: Yeah, knives, chow. And then Envy Adams is the one that broke up with him. That did the that started that band with the third uh, evil ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, because uh, people that seen the movie and haven't read the books, yeah, I mean you're told you are really missing out. Even though the movie is good. Um, it's still it's still great, but you got to understand that from because with the book series, it's not from the book to the movie. The movie you kind of it, it seems like you're they're only going out. They've only been going out for like maybe a month or so. I, I
1: got the impression that it just went out for like three days.
0: Yeah, something some very quick.
1: He went up with her for three days and all of a sudden the exes started coming out and mm-hmm. wanted to throw down.
0: Yeah, but the thing is is that with the book series, it's pretty much a full year that they're together. And you get more in-depth of, because um, in the movie, it's very video game based where Scott Pilgrim can fight awesomely and they're the compa the evil ex-boyfriends they can fight awesomely but why they can fight awesomely is explained more in the book especially with scott pilgrim like you find out that scott pilgrim's like the number one fighter in canada pretty much and they kind of go in the whole even even though michael
1: Sarah looks like a complete duel
0: yeah pretty much but
1: looks looks like the grand the one of the uh, what was the comparison? If you took Andy Sandberg and Michael Sarah and they had a child that would come out as uh uh Jesse Eisenberg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um but the the books, they're just there's just so much depth to it. Um because they'd go into a lot of some backstories like because in the movie they just mentioned that Scott and Kim, the drummer went Mm -hmm. out. They actually go into that a little bit more, um, in the book series of how, why Kim is the way she is towards Scott, which can be understandable. Then there's, uh, like there's extra fights that Ramona are in because Ramona in the movie is only in the one fight against the female ex the female ex, but yeah. she but she also fights against um, um, uh, the Envy Adams, the ex girlfriend of of Scott. Scott. They f- do get out pretty good, and it's it's definitely uh, worth reading. Um, I know at my local library in the graphic novel section, all of them are there, uh, and they're they can be the the one that i got was the complete box set of it of them the first through sixth. um i think it was like 30 bucks definitely worth it Um mm-hmm. uh, and then they for the last couple years they've been turning because the original print is all in black and white they finally colored uh, colorized it so um, if you like pretty pictures you can go towards that way and another thing about Scott Pilgrim is the video game is really good too if you're able to find it which that, that turns me into a new segment um, that we want to introduce it's called, it's called It vexes Me which every time I watch Gladiator and, um, oh, what Walking Phoenix's character comes out. It always pops in my head. The line from Gladiator that vexes me. He vexes me. And every time I see <laughs> him, it just pops in my head, which the vexing thing of this week is what the heck Xbox. This has been. This is. This is pissed. So me this off. is why you made that. Cl-
1: that's like. Oh, we'll just get to that Xbox distant part. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> this has pissed me off because what they do is they like to take stuff off of the uh, Xbox Marketplace, the especially the 360 Marketplace mm-hmm. that you per and you purchase, but if you don't keep it downloaded and let's say like. Because I sold my Xbox 360 a long time ago. Or it was actually like two years ago. And then I re-got one because I was playing more fighting games and Street Fighter and all that stuff. And I wanted to re-download my old some of the old games that I bought on the marketplace. And lo and behold, they took a lot of them off. And I'm unable to download them and it pisses me off because one of those freaking games is Scott Pilgrim and that game is phenomenal. I mean, it's a great beat 'em up uh beat 'em up type game. It's in the art of it is kind of like a 16-bit style, but the art in it's really good, the music's really good in it. And lo and behold, those stupid idiots over there in Frickin' Microsoft and stupid Xbox. This is why I can't stand Xbox. Is because they're like, Oh, this game's been on there for a while. And even though a lot of people are playing it and, you know, still downloading it, we're going to take it off and that, you know, Oh, you already purchased the game? Oh, I'm sorry. But, you know, no refunds. Sorry. You should have kept it. It's like, that's stupid. It's like, I paid money to buy this game and now I can't it's just gone.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at my own uh e- e- obviously your Xbox account still stays a- active. Yeah. Um I'm looking at mine right now and I still have it.
0: Yeah. And you could it, are you able to download it though? That's the thing. Uh well, I'm on my Well, honestly, you're on your on computer my- but um but that's not even the only one. Like I I bought a while back was the X-Men arcade game. That's gone too. Um when I first discovered this was a while back when I bought the original um uh Turtles uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 arcade game, the arcade uh-huh. game, the original one, they took that off and they're like, "Oh, sorry. We no longer we no longer support this, but you paid money for it, and you used it for a little bit, but, um, yeah, you can't ever get it again. That's what pisses me off. That's what pisses me off, and that's why I can't stand Microsoft anymore. Even though I do have an Xbox One, I still have my Xbox 360. I still prefer buy everything on Sony PlayStation or on the Nintendo Wii. So, Microsoft... Just go back to be being cool, like original Xbox. I have no problem with. But when you got your, you know, you got a little power hungry, you got a little money hungry around the Xbox 360, then you're like, oh, we can exploit the gamers and everything like that. And that's what the Xbox One is. It's a big, huge middle finger to gamers. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> I am dead serious. It is a big middle finger to because when they first announced it they were like, "Oh, it's you have to be online all the time and on top of that you can't share games." And yeah. they're like and then, and then and then there was a like, people
1: got irritated at that and there's a huge upcry.
0: Yeah, and then they're oh, like sure. and then they're like, "Oh, just kidding, but not really." And then they go and all the games that are exclusive for Xbox, except for maybe a few like one or two, are all first-person shooters. I'm sorry, I want to play something else than first-person shooters. And on top of that, they market the Xbox One not as a video game console. They market it as a entertainment console. Why would I want my cable company? Why would I want my cable TV going through my Xbox? Why? I have Comcast. I have a DVR. I have a DVR, and if you have a problem with that, why would I need to hook up my Xbox to my um to my my cable? That's the first thing that pissed me off about it. That they focus all that time and attention to um to the they focus all that time and attention to um entertainment versus a video game console and they're right. like they're like oh you know the xbox one can do this 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 and this and oh it also plays games
1: yeah a, a couple of my friends that played it i mean i or play the. They have an Xbox One, and mm-hmm. they they like the fact that, um, from what they said, they said that the Connect is actually a lot better for the One as opposed to it was for the Three Sixty. Yeah, because they actually made it more integrated into how it functions. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them all play first person shooter, so it's kind of a, yeah. It, I, I if, mean, if, if first person shoot is the thing that you like to do, and it, it depends on the game for me. I always use the example of like the first Halo game. Mm-hmm. I I will always I will always pick up a controller if you said, Hey, do you want to go play the first Halo campaign? Yeah. For the first Halo game, I will say sure. Let's spend mm-hmm. an entire weekend and just play that because that's a fun campaign. Yeah. But Put- all like the the Call of Duty, mm-hmm. which I hate to which I hate to dis Call of Duty because I haven't played one successfully all the way through.
0: It's okay because there's really that
1: much there. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of the campaigns are six hours long,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's being generous. Yeah, I think the Medal of Honor one that rebooted that one was only like five hours long.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That's the problem with first-person shooters is because first-person shooters, I believe, if you only play first-person shooters, you're not a real gamer. I'm sorry, you're not. Because all you're doing is on those first-person shooters, you're not even you're not even invested in the story at all. You're not you didn't buy the game because oh I can't wait to play the campaign. No, you're waiting for the multiplayer, and yeah. that's another thing that pisses me off about Xbox is because all it is is it's not even indu- introducing gamers to or introducing new people to games. It's it's pretty much. Revisiting the bad habit of the first-person shooter. Which, I mean, first-person shooters back in the day, fun and everything like that, but now it's like everybody, everything's a first-person shooter and everything has to be online and cooperative. What happened to story? What happened to campaigns? That's why I don't like first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. Give me a, a storytelling one over anything. Give me, Give me South Park Stick of Truth over freaking call of duty
1: yeah i mean the the one thing that they that microsoft did that was smart though mm-hmm. was they they got the right to exclusively to to games such as like the tomb raider
0: tomb raider's not exclusive a tomb raider's actually coming out to, coming out to playstation 4 Rise Later of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. It's coming out to PlayStation Four. They just got the exclusive right to sh- to have it on their system first. Ah. And no. they lost their other exclusive, uh, Titanfall. Titanfall two is on the P is gonna be on the PS four as well. The only thing that they have, um that they really don't have any exclusive stuff that's you, oh besides Killer Instincts is all first person shooters. You or first or third person shooters because you have Gears of War coming out.
1: Well yeah well don't they don't don't they have the exclusive to Gears of War and Halo?
0: Yeah. First person, third person shooters. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're not even like adventure games. They're for, the first person in Gears of War is a third person shooter, but it's not an adventure game. It's a third person acting like a first person shooter. Sorry. Hmm. And, I mean, you can give it up to where, oh, you know, they have Mass Effect, but the new Mass Effect is pro- it might be going out to PS4, too. So, yeah, yeah, sorry. Cause,
1: yeah, because that company's looking at Mass Effect as, as an extremely popular game. Yeah. We have to...
0: Yeah, market it. To, yeah, yeah and, we have to market and, it. And all the other Mass Effects were on PS3, so they don't have that anymore. Sorry. And the whole backwards compatibility bullcrap that xbox is saying like oh you could play your xbox 360 games on the xbox one that's bullcrap too because all the good games that you want to play on your from your xbox 360 you can't play on xbox one but you can play uh keflings or um uno or (laughs) other bullcrap (laughs) games (laughs) It's like, seriously, Microsoft, you're just pissing people off. You're pissing me off. And that's what vexes me.
1: (laughs) Back to the whole vexing.
0: Yep. And that leads us into our next segment. Um, Myself and Josh, we always run across weird things that pop up on the internet. Because the internet can be weird. Um, So... These are things that just make you go say what? Um, I got this say what up? Uh, the say what uh, this week? Um, this is actually from this is off of Twitter. Um, it's actually something that you can follow on Twitter, and it is actually crazy hilarious because what it is, it it's the Twitter handle is called ScanBC. When you're like Scam BC, what the heck is that? It is actually the um, the oh, what's it going call it the uh, the police blotter for British Columbia, which is Canada. And the reason why it makes it funny and charming is that the um, the crimes that they're committing up in Canada are like. It's like, are they even crimes? I mean, there's some that are like, but they're so hilarious and they're so lighthearted that it's like, oh, come on! It's like, mm-hmm. do you really need to post that? Yeah, but I mean, it's so funny. And the uh, reason why I got hooked up and hooked hooked up and hooked on on Scam BC is actually from uh, one of the podcasts I listen to. Um, uh, oh what is it? Smodcast, uh yeah. kevin one of kevin, kevin smith's Smith. um things and here's just a few of them it I, definitely if you have twitter add it to your uh you follow them because it's just funny and uh, while you're on twitter follow us at uh s twenty fifteen while you're at it uh here's here's a here's a couple of them uh scam b c uh, Vancouver police are responding to the Superstore on Grandview Highway for reports a female stole $500 in meat products.
1: <laughs> well, I have a, I have it pulled up on mine, too. Here's another one. Okay. Uh, police are responding to the Tim Hortons on Nelson Street for reports of two males doing lines of cocaine on the table.
0: <laughs> well... It- <laughs> I can understand that because you know Tim Hortons. It's very good. Um, if people don't know what a Tim Hortons is, Tim Hortons is pretty much the Canada version of Dunkin' Donuts, but they're really good donuts. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, won't, I, won't, I won't even read the next one because the next one's dirty. <laughs> um,
0: uh, let's take a
1: look. Hey, there is the one that you read earlier before the show. Uh, uh, RCMP are responding to reports of a male acting erratic and pretending to shoot people with his fingers
0: (laughs) here's one Vancouver police are responding to Andy Livingston Park for reports a male stole a box of Timbits from a mother and her children (laughs)
1: let's see here's another one Uh there's a fire on the scene at a DW poppy school after someone set off an explosive in a toilet. The police responding.
0: Uh, let's take a look. Uh... Uh, here's another
1: one. Fire, uh, the fire department is responding to a, a call to assist the police with an intoxicated male up a tree. <laughs>
0: Here's another one. Uh, Surrey, RCMP. When we say RCMP, it's the Royal Canadian Mountain Police, so kind of like their FBI up there, like their, oh, crap, RCMP is here. Um, RCMP are responding to 140th Street and 103rd Avenue for a female on drugs who see, who smashed a garden gnome in someone's yard. Yep. <laughs> here's,
1: another, here's one, too. Uh, police are responding to to a call on E-12th Avenue and Quebec Street for a male laying in a park with his pants
0: off. <laughs> uh, Sydney Fires reporting to Sydney Skate Park for reports kid lit several boxes on fire and are jumping over them on skateboards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's two. All right, here's two that are one right after the other. Mm-hmm. Police are responding to the McDonald's at 1500 Main Street for reports that two males stole cookies from behind the counter. Previously followed that was the fire department is responding to a call for a six-year-old girl who climbed up a tree and can't get back down.
0: (laughs) Here's Vancouver Police responding to 800 Block Kingsway for reports of a female exposing herself to passing motorists. That just sounds like a good time. (laughs) And then here's here's here's
1: one that will take us back. Police are searching for a female after she stole a board game and a bottle of pop from a Toys R Us at W Broadway in Oak Street.
0: (laughs) See, it's stuff like this that just makes... It's hilarious. I mean, it's like... There's crime, but it's not really crime. It's just, like, little itty-bitty stuff. It's just random
1: random stuff that happens. Yeah,
0: but I know one thing. Like, they cannot keep their clothes on up in Canada, apparently. Yeah,
1: most of those had to do with...
0: Like, you know, showing, you know, males showing themselves to people. To little kids, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, my goodness. And, like, you don't see really any gun violence, but you see quite a bit of stabbings. Because apparently you don't shoot up there, you stab. <laughs> yeah,
1: because there was, cause there was one that said like, somebody stabbed somebody with a pair of scissors. Yeah, in I the mean, back. I mean, they, dude, that was some sharp scissors.
0: Yeah, they 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 live by um, the Simpsons quote from um, oh, who's the main gangster? Uh, uh, Fat Tony. Fat Tony. Fat, Fat Tony. Fat Tony is like. If I remember once the episode where Fat Tony is like, "I don't get angry, I get stabby," <laughs> <laughs> and they follow that up there apparently because there's a lot of stabbings up there. I mean, it, granted, the stabbings is you know few and far between, and of course this is you know Vancouver and all that so big areas, mm. you don't see any shootings, stabbings. So, I mean, that's where it's like, oh, it's kind of like a quaint city because, you know, you don't have gun violence, but you sure got a lot of stabbings.
1: Stabby, stabby.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, Which brings us towards the end of our show. But before we go, we like to recommend a uh, show or movie that... Caught our eye um, that you could see on uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or it's out on video, or if you have Comcast like I do. Um, which you're lucky. Yeah, which, you know, I can, you, you have the uh, on demand stuff. Um, this is our recommendation of the week. Um, I actually have this one again because josh is a lazy butt but whatever didn't i have it last time yeah but i mean i've had most of the stuff today
1: oh so you're keeping a tally score yeah 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 well i suggested mine but then i but then the one that you suggested was way better
0: (laughs) so um my the net the the recommendation of the week is you can actually watch it on Amazon prime for free. If you are a prime member, um, and I think it's on, um, on demand on Comcast as well, but it's a movie called ex machina, which it came out last year. It was kind of one of those movies that flew under the radar because I believe during that time is when the second Avengers movie was out and a lot of people were going to see that, not this movie. But I managed mm. to see it in theaters, and then um, I watched it again uh, this week while I was at work. Um, so at X Ex- X Machina is it's a different it's a robot movie. Just to get that out of the way, it's a robot movie um, where this this at the beginning this guy that works for this company, uh, called Blue Book, which is like Google. Um, so this guy, yeah, works for Blue Book and he wins a contest to go meet with the owner in his like exclusive um uh, living quarters and like in yeah. the middle of nowhere out in you know, gorgeous mountain area and everything like that to go stay, to be a part of, uh, of an experiment pretty much. And the experiment is um, the guy that goes out there has to fill out like a uh, non-disclosure agreement and all that stuff. And the owner of Blue Book pretty much is making an uh, AI or artificial intelligence and it's this guy, the guy that won the contest, it's his um, job to pretty much make try to see if the um, artificial intelligence is intelligent enough to pass as like a human. So mm-hmm. he it's called the Turing test where it's a classic test where um you're pretty much testing an AI to see if it's you know has human capabilities and has human understanding and ultimately to trick the um the interviewer to believe that he's talking to a real person. And it goes from there um it's a it's very well done but again it's a very weird movie because you know as the touring test goes, um, you know, um, human emotion and everything gets involved and everything like that. So it it's definitely, it's a weird movie, but it's an actually legit good movie. I definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah, it, I remember it came out back, it came out actually last, this April. And it was... I think it had something like an eighty or seventy five percent on mm-hmm. IMDb. Yeah, and a lot of there was a movie podcast I was listening to at the time, and they were saying hey, they, a lot. Of, some of them are saying, "Go see this movie. It's mm-hmm. it's it's worth it." Yeah, you know I'm,
0: if you're if you're big in the sci-fi, definitely go check it out because it is legitimate. It's legitimately it it does make you you know question like you know if what if you know we get to that point where artificial intelligence how can we tell who's you know the machine and which one's the human kind of a thing so Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely go check it out amazon prime it's free right now uh if you have a prime account Mm -hmm. it's definitely worth a watch
1: yeah, it's kind of like that. Well, not like, but it's very similar to the movie Surrogates, which I thought was a good movie too.
0: Mm-hmm. Which actually on Amazon Prime as well is Gattaca. Gattaca is pretty good. It is a good sci-fi yeah. movie as well. So, But anywho, that reaches the end of our podcast. Um, this was So Do You Like Stuff. I'm Jeff Miller. And
1: I'm Josh Martinez.
0: You are my number one guy. <laughs>